0: people of Earth, and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners, welcome to this week's news and flashback fun podcast mini-episode. I'm your lovely host, Movie Guru. Today happens to be Jermaine Clemaine, grandfather-to-be singer Rod Stewart, boxer George Foreman, the late actor Ray Bolger, who played the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz, and singer Pat Benatar, who turned 70's birthday's three's Far From Heaven, Just Married, Antoine Fisher, The 25th Hour, along with the 2020 show movies Like a Boss and Underwater, and the TV shows The Sopranos, which debuted on this day in 1999 on HBO, 2020's The Owl House, 2017's The Working Moms, and many more debuted on this day. It also happens to be the 80th Golden Globe, award ceremony tonight. Best of luck to all the nominees. Unfortunately, today marks seven years since the legendary David Bowie was summoned to that soundstage in the sky and yesterday, January 9th, marked one year since we lost the late Bob Sackett. Rest in peace to them both. They will never be forgotten. I made two mistakes on last Thursday's show. I forgot to mention Cassandra Edelman's son, Cole, turned a year old on January 5th. Happy belated birthday. That's oopsies number one. I also blanked on the fact that Elise O'Brien's artsy, soccer-loving daughter, Jane, soccer kicked her away to nine years old on Saturday, January 7th. Whoopsie number two. Happy belated birthday, Jane. Your birthday gift will be a little bit late, but for part of today's flashback fun, I'll be talking about one of your favorite films. A 2006 uh, TV film that was the star of something new for its lead actors. But before I get to today's news, I do have two deaths report. for The announced January 8th, 54-year-old TV actor Adam Rich, who played the youngest son... In the ABC, in ABC's Eight Is Enough," was found lifeless in his home Saturday. No foul play was suspected, but he did have a history of drug problems. But he had been sober for seven years. In fact, he even wrote a post on social media about the mark uh, three months ago and advised others to fight to their inner demons. The website said he made his acting debut on The Six Million Dollar Man in 1976 when he was eight years old, but rose to fame just a year later in the popular family comedy Eight Is Enough, which ran on ABC for five seasons. He spent the next dozen years making guest appearances on numerous TV shows, including Fantasy Island, The Love Boat, Chips, St. Elsewhere, Silver Spoons, Baywatch, and Code Red where he was a series regular. He can also be heard as the voice of Presto the Magician in the animated series Dungeons and & Dragons and seen in a cameo role as himself in the David Spade film Dickie Roberts, Former Child Star. The Reporter.com declared January 7, 81-year-old actor Earl Bowen passed away in his sleep in Hawaii on Thursday. His daughter, Ruby, said in November he'd been diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer. He's best known as the criminal psychologist Peter Silberman in James Cameron's The Terminator. He reprised the role in Terminator 2, Judgment Day in 1991, and 2003's Terminator Rising Machines. He was a very busy and prolific TV voice actor. Having voiced characters in Skeleton Warriors, Bonkers, Clifford the Big Red Dog, The Adams Family, The Fantastic voyages Sent by the Sailor, The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, and many more. Rest in peace. So sad. In much better news, Jesse J is having a miracle rainbow baby. Eonline dot com announced yesterday. Nikki Reed and Ian Somalhalder's coven is growing. <laughs> the actor shared January 9th that she is pregnant and is their second baby. 2023 celebrating life. The Twilight alum wrote alongside a photo of herself holding daughter Bodie, five, while creating her, or her baby bump. Years of dreaming, manifesting, and praying over this very moment. So much love. What a gift. As all of you know, I have very strong boundaries with social media, especially when it comes to children and what I choose to put out in the world. Thank you so much for honoring that and for sending positivity and kindness and love. Some things are too good not to share. com announced yesterday, congratulations are in order for Claire Danes and Hugh Dancy, who are expecting baby number three. According to people, The Homeland Actress, 43, and The Black Hawk Down act Star, 47, will expanding their brood in 2023. The couple are already pairs to sons Cyrus Michael Christopher, 10, and Rowan, 4. New trailers for Ari Aster's next film, Bo Is Afraid, and the remastered re-release of Titanic were released today, along with... Uh, Posters for Titanic and uh, a couple of new posters for Ant-Man, Quantumania. Bo is Afraid, starred Walking Phoenix, arrives in theaters April 21st. Titanic, which just set sail to its 25th anniversary in December, and which I talked about in November for star Leonardo DiCaprio's birthday, set sail for a limited release in theaters February 10th. Get ready to roll the dice, Dungeons & Dragons fans. Gizmodo.com revealed a few hours ago, Hasbro and Paramount have announced that a new eight-episode live-action series set in the world of Dungeons & Dragons has been ordered to series for Paramount+. Confirmed by Deadline, the series, which first floated almost a year ago, has now been officially given a straight-to-series order and will now have a home at Paramount streaming services. The move move makes sense, given that Paramount has already been working with Hasbro, co-producing Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves, the live-action movie adaptation of the franchise out in March. Nothing else is known about the series at the moment. Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves starts to roll the dice and play the game in theaters on March 31st this year. Get ready to return to Ride O High, folks. IndieWire dot com declared yesterday Paramount Plus is hoping its latest series will be the one that you want. Like Grease Lightning Go Grease Lightning. The Grease prequel series Rise of the Pink Ladies is racing to the streamer on April sixth, in time for you to binge it over those summer nights eventually. Paramount Plus announced the news from their january ninth presentation for the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour, and Because There Are Worse Things They Could Do, released a short teaser for the musical series to accompany it. The series is a prequel to Grease. The 1978 film itself adapted for the 1971 stage musical by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. Directed by Randall Keisler The movie was led by John Travolta and the late Olivia Newton-John as star-crossed greaser Danny Zuko and good girl Sandy Olson. Rise of the Pink Ladies tells the origin story of the Pink Ladies, set in 1954, four years before the original film, and chronicles how the original members of the group came to rule right on high. Marissa Davila, Cheyenne Isabel Wells, Ari Otomo Maso, and Trisha Fukuhara play the four founding women of the Pink Ladies. While Chanel Bailey, Madison Thompson, Jonathan Nevis, Jason Schmidt, and Maxwell Whittington Cooper play their various love interests and rivals in this high school ecosystem. And Grease Fever isn't going away with Rise of the Pink Ladies. Paramount Pictures has another prequel to the original film development titled Summer Loving. Focusing on the summer Danny and Sandy spent with one another before the events the original film, that prequel will be directed by Brent Haley from a script by Leia McKendrick. And speaking of familiar faces, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, it's creepy and it's koopy, mysterious and spooky. Friday, Adam's Family fans scream with glee. Because Wednesday series was renewed for season two. Finally, the Hollywood Reporter proclaimed January 6th. Your nightmares have been answered. Netflix confirmed on Friday, Jan six, that its massive hit series Wednesday will return for a second season on the streamer. Though a date has not been yet set announced for season two, in an interview with Tootin, Creators and executive producers Alfred Goh and Miles Millar talked about bringing Wednesday Adams, Jenna Ortega for another go. We can't wait to dive headfirst into another season and explore the kooky, spooky world of Nevermore. Showrunners Millar and Goh exclusively told the Netflix news site We just need to make sure Wednesday hasn't emptied the pool first. The news came along with a video trailer teasing the Return cue to the viral TikTok hit launched by Wednesday's Dance to the Cramp's 1981 single, Goo Goo Mug, which inspired users to swap in Lady Gaga's 2011 Born This Way, Deep Cut Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. In the 45 second clip, perennially dyspeptic teen detective Wednesday recasts being hunted by monsters, haunted by ghosts, and mocked on the internet. It's been pure torture, she says, grinning, as the sped-up version of Gaga's Mary swells in the background and the text written, the screen rings, more misery is coming. Attention, Gladiator fans, prepare to return to the Roman Coliseum for a new world story in the world of Ridley Scott's 2000 blockbuster epic Gladiator. Deadline.com announced January 6th Scott is returning to direct the long-in-development sequel. The film, set years after the original, has found its main lead. Normal People star Paul Mescal. The actor will play Lucius, Lucilia's glow, grown son and the nephew of Joaquin Phoenix's character, Commodus. Now, as you forgot, forgotten, Commodus was the Roman leader Marcus Aurelius' son, who murdered his father, blamed Russell Crowe's character for the crime, threw him in jail as a gladiator slave, and took the throne. It's time for Flashback Fun, and I've got three requested films from Elise O'Brien of Los Angeles, California, in honor of her daughter Jane and her mother, Randy Bartson. As I said at the start of this break, I'm doing of Jane's Favorite films. Next Friday, January 20th, marks 17 years since the mirror of the TV movie that made Zach Efron and Vanessa Hutchins the star of something new, High School Musical, one of Jane's all-time favorite films. Released on Disney Channel January 20th, 2006, the modern-day high school set Romeo and Juliet-like film, with no one dying or getting hitched, centers on basketball star Troy, and academically child- gifted Gabriella. They meet at a Christmas karaoke concert contest at a resort and discover their mutual love for singing. One week later, Troy goes back to his high school, East High, to find Gabriella has transferred them. They both accidentally try out for the lead roles in their school musical, causing disruption among the school's set cliques. Upon its release, the teen romantic musical, shot in just 24 days, also starring Vanessa Hutchins, Corden Blue, Ashley Tisdale, and Lucas Gabriel, was one of the first films to be offered for sale on the iTunes store. It is the most successful Disney Channel original movie, that means decom ever, and the first DCOM to have a theatrical sequel. The soundtrack was 2006's highest-grossing one and even reached the U.S. Billboard 200. A TV sequel, High School Musical 2, came out in 2007, and the concluding feature film in the trilogy, High School Musical 3 Senior Year, sang and danced its way to theaters October 2008. The direct dvd Spinoff Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, starring Ashley Tisdale's Sharpay Evans, trying to get a role on a Broadway show post-graduation, was released April 19, 2011. The Disney Plus TV series, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, has been on the streamer since November 2019. According to IMDb.com, Ashley Tisdale originally auditioned for the Gabrielle Montez role. Yes, I know, that's weird, huh? But director Tani Ortega thought she would do much better in the Sharpay Evans role. And Gabriella sings the only solo in the entire film. Now, while Jane's birthday was last Saturday, her grandmother, Angie Barton's birthday, happens to be this Thursday, January 12th. Elise has requested not one, but two films for her mom. John Turtletown's romantic comedy, While We Were Sleeping, features Sandra Bullock, Bill Pullman, Glennis Johns, Peter Gallagher, Peter Boyle in this April 15, 1995 release. Lonely transit worker Lucy saves her longtime secret crush, Peter, from an oncoming train after he's mugged but he ends up in a coma in the hospital. While he lies in a coma, a misplaced comment from Lucy makes his family think she's his fiance. They take her into their home in confidence, but things spiral completely out of control when Lucy falls for Peter's shy brother, Jack. The film collected 182 million train tokens during its theatrical run. According to IMDb.com, when Demi Moore was in talks to play Lucy, Patrick Swayze was actually concerned to play Jack. The two previously played romantic love interests five years before this film in 1990's Ghost. And Gina Davis and Harrison Ford were initially offered this film. What's also neat is that this film wasn't even supposed to be set during, be set a Christmas film. The studio wanted it set during the holidays since it would be an easier sell. The last of today's flashback fun needs no introduction as it was the film that made generations of viewers fall in love with the late Christopher Plummer in his acclaimed role as Catherine George von Trapp, 1965's The Sound of Music. Also starred Julie Andrews, Eleanor Parker, and Robert Hayden, the famous musical, taught audiences how to climb every mountain and sing do re April 1st, 1965. It was based on the famous 1959 musical play and became that year's highest-grossing film. By November 1966, it was the all-time highest-grossing film, bypassing Gone with the Wind and holding that record for five long years. It was popular worldwide, breaking box office records in 29 different countries. The Sound of Music, which has a lifetime gross of $286.2 million Mis, got five Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director. According to imdb.com, between shooting, Julie Andrews would sing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious to the children's in the cast to entertain them. They thought they, she made their song up just for them, because at the time, Mary Poppins hadn't yet opened, and she had to learn how to play guitar, especially for this movie. What's interesting is that her character never play, calls the Captain George in the film. She either calls him Sir, Darling, or the Captain. And this is credited with a film that saved 20th Century Fox from bankruptcy after the disaster that was 1963's Cleopatra. That's all for this week's flashback fun and news, folks. So until we meet again, as always, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye now.